This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Chiefs fatigue is real out there, but you got to tip your cap. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs are going to their fourth Super Bowl in the past five seasons after beating the Baltimore Ravens 17-10 to in the AFC Championship game. And I'm as surprised as anyone. I know I took the Chiefs. That was only because Paulie had taken the Ravens, and I, thought, I needed to catch up. I thought the Ravens were going to absolutely handle business. Uh, I really did. That's the one Paulie and I both were like, oh, this, is, this feels like a lock. And we were playing the scrimmage. And I was getting an update in the score. I go, what's the score? 17-7. I go, oh, Ravens? No, Chiefs. Fourth quarter. I'm like, you're joking. You are joking. I could not believe it. And it, 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 it crushes. It, it, it crushed me because I was like, oh, this is, this is Lamar's going to run. It's his year. Rampant. A rough shot over these guys. And just didn't happen. Chiefs are one of those teams coming together at the absolute right time of the year and when they looked so moronically pedestrian uh for most of the season they are clicking at the right time yeah but they didn't dominate that game no no, no. the ravens shot themselves in the foot ravens are real right. they're a damn good football team they you know should, they they absolutely could have won that game it wasn't you know 42 to 7 right. or anything like that and they were trying to mount a heroic comeback in the second half like they just Crap the I, bed. I called Paulie on the way home, and I said, all right, I'm driving home. The game's over. Fill me in. And he goes, Zay Flowers, man. Ugh. And I go, what happened? And he told me what happened with Zay Flowers. And I go, all right, I got to get home and watch this. It's a and rough I, sequence. I, bro, I mean, that kid, he's a really good player. He is a really good player. You got to learn from you got to learn from this man and move on. But you don't know how many chances you're going to have again to, to be in a game like that. They just... You cannot take those for granted when you're there. And a dumbass taunting penalty, losing the football in the end zone, um, is just brutal. It's a slamming bru- your hand on the bench, slamming your hand on the bench. Yeah, open. I mean, dude, it is. It's three, it, like the three. It, it's a terrible threesome for that. And, guy. and Lamar Jackson's decision to throw into the end zone into triple coverage uh, with the interception there in the, in the fourth quarter, very was, uncharacteristic. You know, his receiver. Threw his hands up in the air like, I'm wide open. Throw it to me. Who was the receiver? I, like, I forget okay. who it was. No, you're not. You've got three guys on you. Don't do that. You you throw your quarterback off. I mean, it's still on Lamar Jackson to make the decision. But usually, like a receiver, you know, hey, he'll throw his arms up. I've got five steps on this guy. you got to throw it to me. I'm wide open. You weren't wide open. You had two guys on you, a third guy coming in who ended up pulling out the interception uh, there, and you can't make those mistakes if you want to come back in the game. I thought two people, though, were absolutely critical for the Chiefs' victory yesterday. Travis Kelsey had his best game of the season. Yep. 
Uh, you can say what you want about Travis Kelsey and the uh, unbelievable amount of media attention he's been getting this season uh, with Taylor Swift, but 11 catches on 11 targets, 116 yards, and that touchdown catch in the first quarter, one of the best catches you're going to make in a critical situation like that, uh, turning around, blocking off the defender who hadn't allowed a, a tight end to score a touchdown all season long against that that Ravens defense. But I thought the way the game played out, it shows you that Andy Reid, to me, is a notch above most coaches. And he is uh, he's obviously proved it the last few years. The way the Chiefs came out and scored on their first couple of possessions, you could tell Andy Reid had, had orchestrated, all right, here's how we're going to start the game. They had gone through the sequences of the plays that they thought would work against the Baltimore Ravens defense. We're going to go out. We're going to execute. We're going to jump on them quickly. Once they ran out of those plays, because you can only script so many, you know, drives, you know, you got a couple of, of scripted drives and then you've got to start reacting to what's going on. Once it turned into a game of, all right, now who's better on the field? Who's making the plays? They didn't score again against that Baltimore Ravens defense. But when Andy Reid, had all his pieces, all of his chess pieces out there, knowing exactly what they were supposed to do for the first couple of drives of the game, the Chiefs were better prepared to take advantage of that because Andy Reid is the best offensive coach in football. And I don't think it's even very close. Now, you know, the Ravens probably should have come back and won that game. They didn't. They made too many mistakes, and the Chiefs are going to another Super Bowl. But got to tip your cap, Andy Reid pulling off the upset by having a great game plan to start, I thought was absolutely critical in that win. And, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, dude, 30 of 39 for 241 and a touchdown. You know, he is – he he he, he kind of reached a little bit of villain status this year. It was a little bit uncharacteristic. He came out like 12 for 12. Yeah, yeah, it just came out lights out. He was, you know, the the complaining to the refs, the the – Kind of temper tantrumy scene that, you, and you started to see the 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 perception of him shift a little bit from oh my god what a marvel to oh he's really this is how he is when things go wrong. But who else who else would you want back there? Who else would you want under center these days? No one. There's not. If you say anybody else, you're wrong. The dude knows how to win. He is 28 years old, and. He's amassing playoff win after playoff win after playoff win. He's a he's fourth a, Super Bowl appearance. Fourth. He's a <laughs> he's a, a freak, a super freak with that ball in his hands, man. And how I mean, I, I really respect the San Francisco 49ers. I really respect the the cachet of weapons they have. How do you bet against Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl? And Lamar Jackson, I think, is the clear MVP of the league. Yeah. But he. Came up a distant second to Patrick Mahomes on the field in that in the most important game of the season in the mo- most important meeting of the season. If that doesn't tell you, you know who who's the guy you want to throw your chips in in the NFL right now at quarterback? It's Patrick Mahomes, no question. And you know he he was let down by his targets all season long. And give credit, a lot of those guys like Marquez Valdez Scantling had a lot of key mistakes and drops. Came up with the catch he needed, yep. you know, on, on third down, Huge. over the top nine, there to, yep. to seal the win. You think earlier in the season the Chiefs may have dropped that one. They did drop. They did. They did drop that one earlier in the season. They got better over the course of the year, and that's really the goal. It's not to be the best team at the beginning of the year. It's to be the best team at the end. And I think you can make the argument now that I know the, the Niners are currently favored by a hair, 
But maybe the Chiefs are the best team at the end of the season. The Niners certainly, they looked better early in the season. The best version of the Niners felt like, you know, October. That's why I took the <laughs> Lions in the NFC game Friday was they, the Niners, they didn't look great against the Packers. No, not at all. They I mean, lost to the Ravens needed to come the season. Back. Yep. They didn't look great against the Packers. I'm like, seven and a half points in the NFC championship, in a championship game. Like, I will take the points. Almost every time, and it looked like a laugher. But what if you're, you know, if you're Andy Reid and and the Kansas City Chiefs now, you look at it and go, yeah, man, they just scored 17 points in eight minutes. They're a very capable team. Oh. They they were getting the, their doors blown off at home. Came back, won that game, um, and you know, listen, it was not particularly close at the end. I mean, it, the, the, I know the score says it was close. It wasn't. They dominated, dominated the second half of that game. So um, that's something, no lead is safe with a team like that and all, all right. those weapons. All right, we need a contestant for take on what's Nobody's on the line right now, so if you want to jump in, play our game, chance to qualify for the trip to Las Vegas in our musical trivia challenge against Woods, now's the time. 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. And, you know, Barry, you're absolutely right Barry in the chat says what is going on I thought this was the flagship for the Padres not the NFL they turned their back on us why give them anything we've talked enough NFL now we but, have yeah, uh, we have some good Padres talk coming up here uh, right after don't do this I want to talk about uh, the Roki Sasaki plan which is not an official Padres plan let's it's make that, it official it's one that on I've come up with no, that let's I just think make makes it. a lot of sense is this going to be the official this is plan our, the now? official plan the official Padres plan for the next five years involving Roki Sasaki. We will discuss Padres baseball coming up. I felt like everybody was talking about those games. I mean, wasn't everybody talking about those games? They were. We needed to give a little bit of reaction, but it's yeah, like well, the two biggest games. Of the, they were. Yeah. They they were. And you know, we this was September. Obviously, it'd be a different story. But it's January, and guess what? Padres didn't really make any moves over the weekend again. Yeah. So we're still waiting. A little quiet, but, Barry. But we'll get to that. We'll all get right. you, buddy. Look Don't at worry. all those hey, people calling in, Barry. We got three hours, bud. You're going to get you. We'll take care of you, Barry. Don't worry. That's coming up right now, though. Let's uh, play some Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. 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 Take on Woods brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. It only takes 15 minutes and you don't have to get out of your car for directions and discounts. Go to SoCalOilChange.com. That's SoCalOilChange.com. Phone lines. Wow, on a Monday morning. Let's go with, uh, is this Edgar? Yes. Are you ready to play Take on Woods, Edgar? Yes, I am. All right. Woodsy has left the studio. If you can beat or tie him in our five questions and musical trivia, you'll qualify for our grand prize tonight. Stay at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Tickets to uh, Tom Kiefer and L.A. Guns coming together to perform on April 11th at the International Theater at the Westgate. Newly designed premiere rooms, part of the $70 million room renovations. The Westgate, home of legendary Vegas fun. Here are your categories. Uh, We'll bring back Spanish 101. Five hit songs in the U.S. that have Spanish-language titles. Up in the Air, those are five song titles and musical artists that include Air. And we have a mystery category as well. Can't give you anything on that one other than the two-second song will give you all the hints you need. So, Spanish 101, Up in the Air, or mystery category, Edgar? Spanish 101. Spanish 101. All right, today's game. Again, five hit songs in the United States that all feature Spanish Titles. You'll have 60 seconds to answer as many of the five. If you don't know an answer, say pass. We'll come back to it if there's time left on the clock. 
First question's the two-second song. Polly's going to play some music. You need to give me the title in Espanol and the artist uh, to score that point. We'll go on from there. Edgar, are you ready to play? Yes, let's right. do it. 60 seconds on the clock. The category Spanish 101. <laughs> Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Edgar. Let's take on Woods. Uh, Adapted from a Mexican folk song, which hit didn't reach number one on the Billboard charts until it was re-recorded by Los Lobos for a 1987 movie. La Bamba. Correct. Which 1993 hit by Los Del Rio sparked an international dance craze? Last Night I Dreamt of San Pedro is the first line of which 1986 Madonna hit? Which 2017 Spanish song by Daddy Yankee and Luis Fonsi didn't hit number one in America until they recruited Justin Bieber to join them for a mostly English version? Go back to our two-second song. Which 1993 hit by Los Del Rio sparked an international dance craze? Oh, we got the one. We got La Bamba. You're not out of it. But I don't know if that's going to be enough. The song was Oye Como Va by Santana. The Macarena, of course, was Los Del Rio in 1993. Last Night I Dreamt of San Pedro is La Isla Bonita by Madonna. And Despacito was Justin Bieber with Daddy Yankee and Luis Fonsi. All right, let's bring Woods back in. See if he starts the week with a win here. Doesn't get the category. Edgar's score is locked in. Get his headphones on. Polly's going to reset our two-second song. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Woods, your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck. Let's take on Edgar. Oyo Como Va by... It's Santana? Correct. Adapted from a Mexican folk song, which hit didn't reach number one on the Billboard charts until it was re-recorded by Los Lobos for a 1987 movie. La Bamba. Correct. Which 1993 hit by Los Del Rio sparked an international dance craze? The Macarena? Correct. Last night I dreamt of San Pedro is the first line of which 1986 Madonna hit. La Isla hit. Bonita. Correct. Which 2017 Spanish song by Daddy Yankee and Luis Fonsi didn't hit number one in America until they recruited Justin Bieber to join them for a mostly English version. This is one I should know. Probably. Watch my taint. Mm, Close? Not really. Okay. If Maybe if you had said it in Spanish. I don't know what the translation is, but it's despacito. You, I don't know how you say taint in Spanish. You got four, though, which is a win. Four to one today over Edgar that in Spanish. Hard. 101. Oye, Oof. como va? La Bamba, Macarena, La Isla Bonita, and Despacito. La Bamba is one of my favorite movies of all time. You like that I one? I love it. Period. With yeah. um, Isai Morales, Lou Diamond Phillips. Lou Diamond Phillips. Phenomenal. As Richie Valens. Yes. Yeah. Unbelievable movie. Sad ending. <laughs> Very sad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, but yes, it was a very sad ending. I think he could have done a little better than Donna, too. I don't think Donna was... I don't think she treated him the way he deserved to be treated. I remember our music teacher in junior high teaching us that song and all the Spanish words. For La Bamba. La Bamba, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Para bailar la La Bamba. In order to dance the La Bamba. 
Uh, se necesita, you need uh, una poca de gracia, a little bit of grace. Una poca de gracia para mí, for me, para ti, for you. Arriba, arriba. Then now put it all together. Para bailar la bamba, para la bailar la bamba, se necesita una poca de gracia. Una poca de gracia para mi para ti. Arriba, arriba. It's not great, but not bad. that's what I remember better, from junior high music class. Better, better than I could do. Well I don't know the words, so I just meld them. You just kind of like, just la 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 bamba. Se necesita una boca de gracia, bonipatia, y arriba y arriba. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant movie, man. Brilliant film. It was really good. Oh, all right. Uh, my my wife loves Despacito. By the way, I should have absolutely known that. She played it over and over and over and over. Man. Always, I would just despacito. Ugh. I was not a fan, but teach his own. All right, uh, don't do this. Is coming up next. Uh, let's see, Vince McMahon. I mean, I feel like we, I, I feel like we need a moderator to come in and tell us about. <laughs> I, I read probably too much of the WWE report. About the things that Vince McMahon was allegedly up to. It's just accusations, but... Holy smokes, man. Yeah. That's not good. There's that's doo-doo for sure. in there. There's doo-doo. Mega doo-doo. There's poop in the story. D-D mega doo-doo. There's poop in there. It's not a doo-doo this, though. It's a doo-doo no. this, but it's not a... It's a, it's a don't, don't do this, this with doo-doo. Coming up next, after a check <laughs> of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. You handle this one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? 
Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? Oh, I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. Uh, we'll start things out on Don't Do This Today with a gnarly lawsuit. Uh, Vince McMahon, longtime chairman of WWE. Co-founder. TKO uh, Sports, which is the company that owns WWE now, resigned from his position over the weekend after the 78-year-old was accused of sexual misconduct by a former employee named Janelle Grant, who worked in the WWE's legal and talent departments. Uh, she alleges that McMahon forced her into a sexual relationship, uh, and then he also passed around pornographic pictures and videos of her to other men, including other employees at the office. And then she details what I guess we could only describe as depraved sexual acts. Yes. Very depraved. God. Like some of the more depraved acts that you'll now he uh, he is denied the charges. Say he will defend himself, but they are so they are so hot and so scandalous that even in a sport that is built on scandal and controversy and attention like this, he is he is stepping away and resigning from his position. He will have nothing to do with WWE going forward, according to the company. You know something's pretty serious at this point when. He's not dismissing it and going, yep, just another fake news story. He's actually uh, stepping away from WWE completely because of this lawsuit. Yeah, and decorum prevents us from, you know, getting into the details. The report's out there if you want to read it. Uh, but he did briefly retire from WWE in 22. More revelations of multiple payouts to several women connected to sexual misconduct allegations. There was an internal investigation uh, conducted by an outside law firm. They found $14.6 million in payments by Vince McMahon. Uh, In November, he repaid the company uh, that money, and they let him back. And now this scandal has come to light. And, yeah, man, I just... The, the the allegations in it are, are like you said, so very depraved. Uh, I don't think we can really talk about Comes it. on the heels, uh, Paulie mentioned it last week, of the new $5 billion deal with Netflix to stream <sighs> WWE events uh, for the next 10 years. Mm, mm, mm. All right, yeah, go read the report. Uh, this was a sad story. This made me really sad. Authorities in Kansas are searching Friday for a prized Jackie Robinson statue it was stolen from a Wichita park. They are offering a hefty reward leading to its return. I had first heard about the story. Uh, I'd not seen, I've been to Wichita a few times. I've never seen the Jackie Robinson statue. Uh, it doesn't look like I'll get a chance to see it now as it's disappeared. But the weird thing about it is you know, it's a bronze statue, and uh, they cut it off at the feet. They took a, this feels low even for criminals. Like, criminals should know better than this. Even a criminal should say, I can't do this. I can't do this. Can you imagine someone, like, going into the, you know, Gallagher Square right. and just cutting cutting like off Tony, Tony and the angles and taking I, yeah. them away? By the way, what are you going to do with what it? What are you going to do Sell it? with that? <laughs> it's footless, it number in, one. Your backyard. What are you doing with this statue? It, it makes, has no feet. Yet they so they had to take some sort of 
saw and saw <laughs> bronze. Off. Yes, it saw, saw off at the feet. And so all you see now, there's a home plate <laughs> and two feet. So that's all you see. Somebody went in there and swiped it. Brutal. It breaks my heart. Um, I I have no idea who would do this. And I mean, it is. The, the police chief said, look, this should upset all of us. The individuals who robbed our community of a treasure will be held accountable for their actions. Somebody's going to talk. Somebody is going to say something. Uh, they're talking $2,500 for tips leading to the arrest, 5000 for tips leading to its return. They're, at, they're on the case there. I fully expect them to crack this case. Uh, I don't know what the impetus behind this was. There is no good reason. None. Even for a criminal. A criminal. It, it, do you get this? You know the thing is, I don't get the sense it was like, oh, it's just kids. I don't get... I kids don't, don't... Can't cut bronze statues I wouldn't, at the feet. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think, think so, man. I wouldn't think so. It is brutal. So sad to see. All right, finally, a little uh, do-do this from Monday. Not D-D Vince mega no, doo-doo. Not that kind of doo-doo. We are, uh, we'll go to the Farmers Insurance Open. Ooh. I wanted to congratulate. Well, I already... I already handed him the uh, the you award did. on on Saturday, but uh, Matthew Pavone, not only becoming a a rookie winner on the PGA Tour in just his eleventh start, but the first Frenchman to win on the PGA Tour in the modern era since World War II, as he birdies the final hole. And what a shot! I actually it was the only one I saw because I was standing at the 18th green for like the last three or four groups, so I didn't. I didn't see live his collapse, essentially. He bogeyed, what, 15? Well, he yep. almost bogeyed 16. He had to make like a 30-footer for par on 16. So he gets to 17, and he's got three feet left, and he's got a two-stroke lead. Uh, three-footer. And steps over it. By the way, he's one of the uh, – no, it's the other guy. That was, no, he's fast golfer. Pavone moves really quickly. He does. He up. plays fast. Steps up, three-foot putt. He missed it. So now his lead is one minus one over Nikolai Hoygaard. Yep, going into eighteen on the green and two putting for eagle yep. on eighteen. And well, so they, Pavone goes what bunker? He goes he yanks his his drive left into the bunker, right into the front of the bunker where there's a giant lip. So they were saying on the broadcast, okay, not the end of the world here. You were probably now it takes that decision out of your mind. Now you know you're laying up, no problem. You got to get it over this lip though, and you don't want to hit it left into the very thick rough. The fairway is out to the right. Throw it in the fairway, knock it on, make your birdie and win this thing, or make your par and and win this thing. My man duffs it out of the sand, hits it right into the rough, the two foot rough that's standing. You know, he hits it a hundred yards. Yeah, so he's still like a hundred and forty five out in the deepest rough. Deepest rough. His you caddy can find. is even going. I don't know if you should go for the green. You might they just want said, to punch it out to the fairway here said, and play for par. They said, bro, the, the water is in front of you. And he, by the way, on Friday, laid up and then spun it back into the water and finished his round. So, so that's, in, that's he has creeping. bad memories already. That's creeping in his dome as well. But you are you know you have a chance to win this golf tournament right now. You're 145 yards out. You're in the deep rough. The water is staring you dead in the face. And this dude comes up and hits one of the more clutch shots you will ever see. Seven and a half feet from the hole. Boom. Walks up. Makes the putt. Wins the tournament. The meltdown that he was... It, it, I watched it and I was like, this is hurting me. It's physically hurting me It was me Detroit Lions-esque. It was Lions-esque. Like if the Detroit Lions had pulled it out somehow in the end. Yeah. He yeah. pulled it out. He gets the win. It was I, unreal. So I actually got the chance for the first time ever. They gave me an inside-the-ropes pass on Saturday, which I don't usually have. And I actually walked 
like with Xander Shoffley's group in the like in the fairway, like nice. behind Xander Shoffley. I was so self-conscious though, and felt like I was so like out of place and didn't belong. I lasted for like a hole and a half, and I go, I can't do this anymore, and I jump back outside the ropes. Wow, <laughs> it was weird. Like it's the everything is so like the every blade of grass just pristine. in perfect pristine. I'm walking like on top of it. I'm going. Everyone's like looking at me out there, like oh, just walking along the no. fairway, and I was allowed to be there, <laughs> but oh, I felt very no. self-conscious. With the inside the ropes pass on Saturday. So you bailed on it. So I bailed on it. And then I just ended up going to 18 and watching them all come in as that's I got ready self, for the... That, that's uh, good self-awareness on your I guess part, so. I think. I mean, it's such a, a privilege it and is. an honor to be able to walk inside, you know, get up as close as you wanted. <laughs> Could have gone and chatted with Austin Kaiser as caddy, whatever. I didn't, though. And I just hung back and I still felt out of place. So that is don't and do do this for a Monday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. So I feel like I've cracked the code on what the Padres' strategy for the next 12 months may be. I am speculating, but I'm going to lay out my case as to what the Padres are trying to accomplish here. And we'll do that when we come back uh, next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Twenty twenty four Pro Bowl games are this Sunday. You yeah. can hear it right here on yes. ninety seven three the fan. What's what? I've been waiting all uh, year for this. Uh, the skills competitions. And well, the good news is you don't have to pay for them on the Odyssey app, which is also free. That's starting true. at noon, live from Orlando, Florida. Do you think uh, most guys would rather be going to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas or the Pro Bowl games in Orlando? <laughs> yeah, I think they'd be rather go to the Super Bowl, bud. 
I don't know. I mean, you've got Disneyland, you've got Universal Studios there in Orlando. I bet they're all, the families are probably thrilled to be going to the Pro Bowl. They're going, we didn't want to go to Vegas anyway That's for true. the Super Bowl. That's true. We're going to have a much better time at the Pro Bowl games in Orlando. Yeah. All right, uh, Padres fans, I'm going to take you down a road of of speculation. A rookie road. A rookie road, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very rookie. Very rookie. Conjecture. No facts at all, but I'll tell you what, when I finish my story, you're going to agree that this is the Padres' plan of action. I, I, that's at least my belief, that you're going to agree. We'll get to that right after a check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. So uh, I talked to uh, Chris Kemp last week. I think you guys were out playing your game yeah, a couple on, weeks ago. Uh, yep. at Fantasy Camp. And I actually asked him about Roki Sasaki. Didn't give me much. He gave me a very A.J. Preller, say a lot of nothing answer about it. But this is a very known quantity. If you haven't heard of Roki Sasaki, he is expected to be the next big thing out of Japanese baseball. Following in the footsteps of Shohei Otani and Yoshinabu Yamamoto, he's a 22-year-old pitcher who is uh, maybe even more promising than Yamamoto, who just got a $325 million deal from the Dodgers. Over the weekend, Sasaki signed a one-year deal with his team, the uh, Latte Marines of Japan's Pacific League. But he also made it very clear what his plan is. Quote, I have the desire to play in the U.S. major leagues in the future. I've been communicating every year. I believe the club understands it too. His current club, yes. His current club understands it. Now, the rules in Japan um, state that you have to play nine years in Japanese baseball before you can come over and sign a free agent deal in the United States. Uh, Like uh, Yamamoto waited and got his nine years in, and then he signed the big deal. However, like Shohei Otani did, you can come over early. And if you're under the age of 25, which obviously Sasaki is. He's 22. But if you do that, you're just subject to the same international signing bonus pool that any other prospect, say from Venezuela or the Dominican Republic, like uh, Leo de Vries just was, yep. that the San Diego Padres signed, or Ethan Salas the year before. So the speculation is pretty strong now, based on those comments and, and other things that we've seen, that... Sasaki may, in fact, be coming next year. He wants to get his big league career started. He's willing to give up you know, one big free agent deal so he can get more Major League Baseball under his belt and then you know, hopefully sign a giant contract like Otani did after he gets his Major League service time in in the United States. Yeah, it's the, the exact same system that allowed Otani to yes. come over early for the Angels. It's really the, uh, the only thing left in baseball – you know, other than just good draft and development, where you can get a financial advantage. You can pay a superstar player, yep. potentially, for peanuts, for uh, a signing bonus that can't really be any more than, you know, f- five or six million dollars. That's pretty much the maximum bonus pool right now. And, and, and yeah, and ha- if he has to wait another, what, four years? 20, he'll be, he'd be 26. Right. If he has to wait another four years and pitch in Japan, which he does not want to do, then he could come over as a free agent and do and like Yamamoto do, like and Yamamoto. do the whole thing. But yep. it sounds like he wants to come over early. So here's where my here's where it turns from at least reported news to some speculation. We know that AJ Preller has been very strong 
on the Asian market uh, and, you know, scouting and has went strongly after Shohei Otani when he was coming over for the first time, signed two players, one from Japan, one from Korea this offseason, Hassan Kim, of course. Uh, he has had a lot of connections with Asian ball players in the past. And Roki Sasaki seems like he would be right up A.J. Preller's alley. Now, in order to offer him, if he does come out next year, the maximum bonus that you can, you have to avoid the penalties that come along with exceeding the luxury tax threshold. The Padres were one of the teams that were dinged about a, I don't know, a million and a half, you know, in that that bonus pool. Uh, fortunately, they were still able to sign DeVries, but they need to get in compliance with luxury tax rules to rebuild their bonus pool up in order to give a maximum offer to a player like Sasaki in the offseason. So it kind of makes sense if that is one of the reasons why the Padres are retrenching their payroll. It could be because they want to go make a big play toward Roki Sasaki in the offseason. But that... You know, that's probably true of every team. They're all going to want to sign Sasaki and want to give him the maximum that they can under their pools. What is very interesting, of course, is that you Darvish is very close with Roki Sasaki. has been a mentor to him, has basically schooled him on breaking balls, and Sasaki, from all reports, looks up to Darvish as, like, his idol. That's his guy. Which could give the Padres... And you're looking for any tiny advantage when you are trying to sign an international player because money is not the difference. Everybody, as I say, can offer just about the same money. What separates your organization from everybody else? The Dodgers will obviously try to sign him. They will push, hey, be teammates with Otani and Yamamoto. The Padres will go, we have Darvish. We have him locked up long-term for more years than anyone really ever would have thought he would have been here. But by the way... The probably exact number of years you will be signing with us. So you know he's here when you're here. And you can sign with the Padres and be with your mentor, your idol, as you adjust to Major League Baseball and learn how he did and adjusted to Major League Baseball at the same time. It seems as though with the Padres you know, not jumping into free agency and lowering that payroll under the competitive balance tax. If you're trying to look and say, well, maybe it's because they don't have any money and Peter Seidler is, is gone and it's it's simply financial constrictions. It's the it's the um you know the debt ratio and the debt service rules. It it may be part of that, but it may also be part of a, a bigger strategy to try to land a player that can be a real difference maker that doesn't impact your bottom line for the next, you know, five to six years, a potentially superstar pitcher you can add to your rotation that you have been kind of planning perhaps for the last two or three years to want to make a play toward him next offseason. Now, there's no guarantee he's coming out. Nope. We don't know for sure, but the tea leaves are pointing toward Roki Sasaki to Major League Baseball next offseason, and it the way the Padres are operating this offseason makes it seem like they want to be in the best possible position mm. to make a play at Roki Sasaki next year. You know, and I, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily a huge reach uh, at all by you, and as far as your speculation goes, um, they did talk about he may have, and Jeff uh, in the chat is at not Jeff, I'm sorry, uh, who was asking the question, Michael. 
said, why would they do this, the, the Japanese team? And I they won't really have a choice. I mean, they hold his rights, but I did read he may have a provision in his contract that they're not talking about. Like, they haven't confirmed that, that there's a provision. That when he said, I believe the club understands I believe, it too. Correct. Like, like, yes, they hold his rights, but there would have to, there would be no posting fee or anything like that for this, no. would there? No. This is just your international bonus pool money that you can offer him, and if he wants to be here, you absolutely could get him. It it feels. It, I mean, there's it's some smoke here. Is is all that I'm saying? Well, and, if you really, you know, if you really want to go tinfoil hat, then you look at it and say, yeah, that's exactly why. The uh, Padres extended you, Darvish. There, this is part of the, uh, it's the part of my theory. Forty chess uh, type type scenario, knowing he was going to be potentially available. I'm sure there's been communication, and uh, yeah, that would that would make a lot of sense. It certainly makes me feel a little bit better, Ben. But of course, now if we are a year from now and the Padres have just locked up Roki Sasaki, I take back every bad thing I've ever said about AJ Pro. Well, ever. <laughs> and, and, and guarantee that Roki Sasaki is going to be a superstar. Certainly, the uh, you know the signs are pointing toward that direction, but we don't know. I just I remember when the Padres are going after Shohei Otani, and I was kind of bummed they didn't get him. Part of it was the fact that the National League didn't have the designated hitter at the time. We know AJ Preller learned Japanese. He went all in. He wanted him badly. I don't think I realized how disappointed I should have been, though. Now, of course, in hindsight, you realize, oh man, that that guy could have been a huge difference maker for anybody at the at the salary that he was making. And the levels that he was producing at, what he turned into, you don't want to miss out on the next the next pitching sensation. And Roki Sasaki may be the guy, and you feel like the Padres are going to do everything they can to put themselves in the best position to sign him if he does come to the United States next year. If this conspiracy theory is true, does that give you any pause that we handed out a six-year, $100 million contract to hopefully, maybe, potentially land a guy that maybe, hopefully, potentially could come to Major League Baseball in a couple years? Yes, until it happens. Like I said, (laughs) if it happens, you're the smartest organization that I've ever seen playing that long game like that. It's a big if. It's a big if. There's a lot that has to go go in your favor. Um, And, yeah, I... But no, I'm Paulie. If he if he is like, no, this is where I want to be, and and this is who I want to play for, and you get him, yeah, it's worth it, worth it. Because they they say he's a better prospect than Yamamoto. He's younger, uh, through that perfect game. He's nasty, nasty, uh, top of the rotation guy for the next however many years. Right. And I understand there's a, a comment in the chat too saying I, we can't be worrying about next year, next year, next year. You know what, man? I I'm not telling you you're wrong. We as fans. No, you look at the year ahead. They, as the business, you know, the 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 team builders, man, they have to look at next year, and they have to look at the year after that, and, and, and they have to look at the year the after way, that. I tried to look it up. I know that going over the luxury tax dings you on that bonus money. There are other provisions, and I could not find a complete set of rules. There was something to do with compensatory draft picks. I can only promise you that AJ Preller knows it, everything about <laughs> it, and what the Padres can do to maximize now. When you're coming over and you're giving up potentially, you know, tens of millions of dollars because you didn't want to wait, I don't know that 
500000 in the difference in the bonus pool is going to be that huge of a difference. I think having you Darvish around is probably much more valuable to the Padres than an extra million they can offer. But you don't really want to take any chances either. You don't want to say, we lost this guy because we couldn't offer him you know, five and a half and we could only offer him four and a half because our bonus pool was 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 limited because of our, our moves in the major league level. I can see where that could be p- at least part of the Padres' thinking going into sure. this season. Yeah. And it doesn't mean they're waving the white flag on this season or they're punting on this season. And you said tank for Sasaki. You don't, you have, don't have to, to lose. Tank. There's, nothing, there's yeah. nothing that says you can't have a great season this year, stay under the luxury tax, and sign Sasaki. In fact, my guess would be the better season you have this year, the more appealing you would be to a rookie Sasaki in the offseason next year. Well, again, if again, and just people in the in the chat questioning it, not questioning you, but just questioning how this all works. And, and Satan's Blowfish made a good point. Think exactly what happened to Shohei Otani. It's the exact same situation. Shohei Otani picked the Angels. Right, it wasn't. Uh, he wasn't blown away by their offer. All of the offers, it was probably it's pretty much in the same, in the same blanket, same on. ballpark yeah. as the San Diego Padres offer. But he said, "Oh, I can DH there. Oh, I like it here. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll do that." And uh, you know, once you get a guy like that, how long did they have him? Five years, six, six years. Yeah. Um, God, time has flown, hasn't it? Holy smoke, six years. Missed a team. year or so with uh, injuries, yep, but yeah, that's he, right. was, he was there for about six. So it would be the exact same situation. You think about the team. Who who did Shohei play for in Japan? Of course they don't want him to leave. Of course they don't. But you don't want to hold a guy hostage who doesn't want to be there. That doesn't want to be there. And again, if there is some provision in his contract allowing him to do exactly what Shohei did, it would be... Or even an understanding, a handshake agreement, whatever it is. It would be amazing if the Padres could go out and get Roki Sasaki. And if that is the plan, it's a brilliant plan. But only if it works. I (laughs) have the desire to play in the U.S. Major Leagues in the future. I've been communicating every year. I believe the club understands it too correct that's a pretty clear signal from roki sasaki <laughs> that yeah i'm playing here this year well, he signed a one-year deal but then i am not i'm not going i'm going to the united states next year that is the plan let's get the t-shirts made now <laughs> just a big massive jinx roki t- i would love i mean i watched some of his his highlights he's nasty nasty so yeah that'd be that'd be a nice little counterpunch man and 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 having a guy like that really on the cheap too for 6 years would be incredible and again i have no inside sources nope. it's but i feel like it's more than tin foil sure this is this, this happened this we've fits, seen it happen fits with what aj preller usually likes to target international market is his I mean, that's his bread and butter, especially Asia. He's been a, a leader when it comes to scouting and players that have come from that part of the world. Any fear that you, Darvish, is going to steer him toward the Cubs? A little bit, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> Maybe it was like, you You can tell anybody else to go wherever they want. This Sasaki, one, I need you full court we press. Need you I need, as, you we need you full court. We need you whining and dining Anything and booing everything. This is why you got this deal. I mean, we want you to pitch, too, but mostly we want mostly you to convince just, Sasaki yeah, to come re- here. Recruit. <laughs> I like your theory, and I think it holds water. Oh. All right. We will come back. Uh, we got two hours to go. We haven't talked about the Padres spring training invites. There was one kind of minor surprise for me. We'll get to that coming up next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on TuneIn. go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 